I drink a shot of Magic Mind every time I have my favorite drink, which is iced tea. And they said, hey, Paul, give the listeners the promo code BRAIN to get 20% off their first order. I want you to try this magical drink, which has increased my productivity and given me permission to consume my favorite caffeinated drinks because it helps you regulate the caffeine in your body. I love that, and I know you will too. Go to magicmind.co. That's magicmind.co. And use the promo code word BRAIN when checking out to get your discount. Life presents the toughest challenges. Every day you are faced with decisions that test your ability to express who you really want to be in this world. We're told to keep saying affirmations and keep thinking positively, but what do you do when that stuff doesn't work? Welcome to the Overwhelmed Brain, where you'll learn to make decisions that are right for you so that you can create the life you want now. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Paul Coliani and I want to help you learn the skill set you need to deal with life's challenges in the most emotionally intelligent way. This show consists of my personal opinions and is meant for informational purposes only. Seek a professional if you need one. And um, I want to talk about something that is very challenging even to me. Not that I am the master of all challenges, but it is something that I have thought about and I go back and forth with. I don't know a 100% this is what I would do answer. I will tell you what I've done, and I don't even know if that's appropriate, right, uh, the best course of action, but I'll just get to what I'm talking about today. Um, I got a message a couple of years back, and I just reread it now because I never had a chance to look at it and um, put it on the show or anything, but it was from somebody who was working with someone, and this someone decided to get into a relationship with this person's best friend, but the relationship was a bit out of the boundaries of their other relationships because I think one of them was married, so now you have this person kind of in the middle that knows about someone who's married and they're in a relationship but she now is burdened with this secret of this infidelity that's going on and it's it's a tricky situation because her best friend is now in a relationship with her co-worker but her co-worker is married and the person that her co-worker is married to I don't know if she knows her or or whatever so it's just a really tricky situation because now mainly she's burdened with this secret that she's supposed to keep. Don't tell anyone. So this relationship was going on secretly between her coworker and her best friend and she didn't know what to do because it was a burden to hold it. So she reached out and said, could you maybe give some insights because you say, talking to me, Paul, you say that when you love someone, you support their decisions even if you disagree with them. You support what makes them happy even if you disagree with them, uh, and you just are kind and respectful to these people. And it's true. I, I do say that. I like to look at love as supporting someone's path to happiness, and that means their decisions, the decisions they make for themselves, even if you disagree with those decisions, and even if their decisions take them off the path you're on with them, meaning if they make decisions that take them away from you even, then 
loving them is supporting that because that's what makes them happy. And so there can be some ethical and moral situations that come up, some disagreements on what's ethical when certain people make decisions in your life. And um, what do you do then? Do you continue to love them? Do you continue to support them because you care about them and you just want them to be happy? In this case, this person who wrote to me said, I want to support my best friend, but she's doing something that's against my values. She's doing something that's against my own moral compass. She's following a path that I definitely wouldn't follow and I don't recommend, and it kind of disgusts me. I think she used that word. It's kind of disgusting to me. I don't think she should do this. So it's very difficult for me to maintain the friendship, keep the secret, and um, move forward with integrity in myself. How do I do that? Should I do that? Is that the right way? And what I said at the beginning is I've had trouble with this concept. I've actually had a friend who was married, who was reaching out to other women. I don't know if he ever cheated on his wife, but he was doing things that were inappropriate, uh, at least within the boundaries of a relationship, especially a marriage where, at least in this case, they were supposed to be committed to each other. It was not an open marriage. And because he was reaching out, now I have this information about someone that, uh, according to my own moral compass, he was doing things that he shouldn't have been doing. And so I, I remember talking to my girlfriend about this a couple years back, and I said, I really don't know how to handle this. I mean, I talk about healthy communication and avoiding toxic behaviors and toxic people and toxic relationships. How do I do this? How do I figure this out? What do I do? Do I support my friend even though he's doing things that I find morally uh, questionable is not the word. I just disagree with his moral decisions. I just disagree uh, because I know that it's just not nice to betray another person. And that's where I went with it. I'm sure this person who wrote to me a couple of years back, that's where she went with it too. It, I, she knows, just like I do, or at least I believe, it's not okay to betray someone that you've made a promise to. I believe that. I will not betray my girlfriend who I have committed to. And um, that makes me feel good. I don't have to carry any burden around with me. I don't have to carry a fear that she's going to find out or my empathy won't be affected because if I were her, how would I feel if she were doing that to me? I don't have any of these toxic feelings because I'm not carrying around the burden of some secret or moral dilemma or moral transgression. I don't have to carry that around. I don't have any uh, secrets in my Facebook messages to any of my old flames or anyone I find attractive or anything like that. I know that when I die, if my girlfriend goes through all my stuff, she's not going to find anything that makes her think, oh my God, he was doing that? <laughs> it makes me feel good. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have any secrets like that. And I'm not saying I'm like the perfect ethical moral person. Again, I'm not saying that I'm a master of any of this. I'm just saying I don't feel uncomfortable with 
my girlfriend going through anything of mine. She can walk in anytime and see who I'm texting, writing to, or talking to, and I won't feel bothered. So that makes me feel good inside. And I carry this good feeling. So when somebody that I care about, a friend or a relative, when they do something that is against our moral compass or something that is certainly questionable, maybe betraying of some sort, a secret or whatever that is not necessarily a healthy secret, then what do we do with it? What do we do with that information? I remember a relative told me a secret about somebody else in our family, and she said, don't tell anyone. (laughs) Now I have this, uh, it was pretty awful, this pretty awful secret about somebody else in our family that, of course, she's been dealing with and living with, and I feel for her, absolutely, but now I have this information that I want to share, I don't want her burden, and that's awful to say because I would absolutely take her burden, but I really don't want it. I don't want to um, hold information that I'm not allowed to tell anyone so when I'm in the same room with them and the subject comes up, I can't say anything. It feels heavy on me, just like this person who wrote, it feels heavy on her. And so I started to ask, what do you do with this? What direction do you take? And that's the trouble I was having. I was thinking, how do I deal with this? And so I think what it comes down to for me, and maybe this is just a personal thing, maybe this is something that you have to decide for yourself, um, and I encourage that. Decide everything for yourself, but I think there's no generic answer I could give except maybe this one. I don't like the burden of certain secrets that require me to skirt the boundaries of my own morals and values. Like if my girlfriend stole from a convenience store and she came out, actually that happened to me when I was a teenager. (laughs) My girlfriend actually did this, but let's just say my current girlfriend did this and she came out and um, she said, I stole this stuff. Look at all this stuff I got. That would weigh on me and I would ask her, what the hell are you doing? We're not these people. You're not this person. What are you doing? I would probably just take it and bring it back and say, I'm sorry, uh, we walked out of the store without paying for this. We don't want it. Here you go. Or I would pay for it or whatever. But if she did that and said, I want you to keep a secret. I stole all this stuff. That would be very hard. I mean, first of all, we're in a relationship. It's sort of a different situation. But it would be very hard to hold on to that because I don't steal I don't have that kind of uh, looseness in my moral compass, so I'm not going to be comfortable with it. And if I knew she stole every time we went into a store, it would be very difficult. I would want her to get help. I would say, honey, you, you need help. You're klepto. You got to stop doing this. You can't do it. So here I am holding a secret from uh, the manager of the convenience store, um, but that's not personal really enough. So this isn't the best example, but it's not personal enough. However, if I knew the owner of the convenience store and my girlfriend stole from that convenience store and that convenience store owner and I, you know, we went to the gym together and we talked together and we went bowling or whatever, we were good friends, now I have a dilemma. Now my girlfriend's stealing from my friend and 
you know, he's trying to make a living and she's taking from his profits and he needs to feed his family. What do I do with that? So that now is a problem for me. Now I have a real problem. Just like this woman, she has a real problem. It's the burden of that secret and it's a um, question of morals and of judgment. Now I have to judge these people in my life. My girlfriend's stealing. Now I need to be judgmental about this because if I'm not judgmental, then I might become accepting of it. Ah, oh, it's very tough. And in the relationship, it is different. But when it's your best friend and your coworker, what do you do with it? So again, coming back to what might be a generic answer for you if you're ever dealing with something like this. For me, this is what I did. And again, this is a generic answer, not necessarily something I'm guiding you to do or telling you to do. It is to weigh it on your morals and values and ask yourself if you want to carry that kind of burden. That's what I did. I asked myself, do I want to carry this kind of burden? And with my friend that was trying to seek other, I don't know, nude pics from other women outside the relationship that he was in, uh, I didn't want to carry that burden because I knew his wife and I didn't want to have information about his um, extracurricular activities that I believed she should know because I'm a person of integrity and I'm also a person who cares and has empathy. And when I know his wife and think that this person is doing this stuff behind her back, what do I do with that information, especially when he relies on me to keep that secret? He didn't tell me to keep that secret, but it's almost implied when you've been friends for a long time. It's almost implied. So I decided in that relationship that my morals and my values were more important than the friendship. I'm not saying this is the right advice for you. I'm just saying that I did not want the burden of such information because it weighed me down. It made me feel ill. It made my stomach hurt to know this. And so I made the decision to back off the friendship and not speak to this person anymore. That's hard because in every other way, he was a great friend. But he does things that I find immoral in many ways, at least the way I view relationships. And that's, quite frankly, judgmental. Going right back to being judgmental. I was being judgmental. How dare you judge your friend? Maybe he had issues in his marriage. Maybe they have an agreement. Maybe she knows. How dare you judge your friend like that? Yeah. <laughs> How dare me? That's true. You're right. If you're saying that, if you believe that, you're right. I was judgmental. And I continue to be judgmental because it continues to bother me. I was judgmental in that case because my morals and my values were on the line. But it's him, right? It's his morals and values that are on the line, not mine. But I have the secret. I have the burden of that secret, and my morals and values tell me to go to his wife and say, hey, look, do you know he's doing this? Do I want to be that homewrecker? You know, he's being the homewrecker. That wouldn't be my fault. But 
Would it be my fault if I told his wife? Would their relationship survive if he did this for another year or two but then quit and she never found out? How do you handle this kind of situation? So the way I handled it was backed off. I don't talk to him. I don't talk to his wife. I let them deal with it. They have their own lives. They deal with each other. If she thinks something's funky or suspicious going on in the relationship, she's going to bring it up. If he's unhappy with his wife, he should bring it up to her. But I think it's okay just to back off, or at least I'm speaking for me. I found it okay to back off because I don't want the burden of that secret. And if he chooses to tell that secret to his wife, and then he comes to me and says, hey, look, I told my wife I was doing that. I felt really bad. Or even if he didn't feel bad, but I told my wife I was honest with her. Then my values are in alignment with his. Then my judgments, they're not taking a front seat. (laughs) They're taking a back seat. Because now I feel better inside me about his decisions. And this absolutely flies in the face of my definition of love, which is supporting someone's path to happiness, even if you disagree with their decisions and their choices that make them happy. It's a tough uh, call. It really is. And I'm not saying that there's a right answer or a wrong answer here. I'm just kind of sharing this with you just in case you're dealing with a dilemma and you want to know how to think about it. That's what I'm hoping you get from this. I'm giving you a thought, (laughs) giving you a process of thinking that allows you to think about something in a way that helps you come to a conclusion or a decision. So if you're carrying around some sort of dark secret, some information that's a burden to have, that might be a way to think about it. There might be other ways to think about it too, of course. I could certainly say, hey, friend, you need to tell your wife or I will. I could be that guy and that friend could say, well, you're a big jerk. You're going to tell my wife? You're going to interfere with my marriage? You have no idea how we talk to each other and what we talk about. You have no idea. Well, tell me, does she know? (laughs) Does she know what you're doing? And if he says, well, no, of course not. She would be angry. And uh, I would say, well, then that's why I have a problem with it because I don't sneak around behind my girlfriend's back and I just don't think it's right to do. And I don't want the burden of that secret. And I'm not coming here to judge people who do this. I'm not saying, hey, if you're doing this, then you're immoral. I'm not saying that at all. I don't know your life. I'm just talking about people that are close to you that do things that are against your morals or values and you might end up with the burden of a secret because someone else is involved. And that's the case in this person's case. And what can I tell her? If I had to tell her this is what you need to do, um, what would that thing be? What would I tell her to do? I might tell her that perhaps she should tell her best friend it's too much of a burden to carry this secret. So I need to either back off from our friendship or the secret needs to come out and be shared so that everyone knows about it or what. And maybe that's the wrong information. Maybe if I told her to tell her friend that I'm backing off, her friend says, what kind of friend are you? 
we share everything together. I helped you when you were doing something that uh, you didn't want anyone to know about, so why are you doing this to me? This is why it's tough. This is why it's very difficult to come to a conclusion about maybe the right decision to make. The show is all about making decisions that are right for you. So that's where I look. It might affect other people when you make a decision that's right for you. It might make other people angry if you make decisions that are right for you. Often what I'll do to determine if a decision is right for me is check in with myself. So I'll think about it and I'll have emotions about it and I'll identify those emotions. I'll ask myself, how do I feel? Um, What am I feeling? And will it be okay holding on to this feeling, carrying this feeling with me throughout the days, weeks, months, and years? If I answer yes, then it's probably the right decision. If I answer no and I feel bad in some way, my stomach hurts, my chest hurts, or I think about someone asking me about it and now I'm put on the spot. Some decisions we make also cause us to face our own honesty. Because if we're ever asked about something that we were told to keep secret, now we have to lie? That may be okay for some people, but I don't like holding on to secrets that I have to lie about. So now my honesty and my integrity are in question. And this is another thing that can happen. You're holding on to something that you have to lie about. That's probably bigger than all of this. Yeah, what you're doing is against my morals. It's against my values. I'm not so judgmental about that, even though I am. (laughs) But now I have to lie about it? Oh, now you're putting me in a situation that I don't want to be in. I don't want to have to lie, uh, especially uh, for something I don't even agree with. So that's tricky too. And This is why I back out, I back off, and I allow that scenario to play out as it needs to play out. Hey, my friend wants to do that stuff with his wife. They're going to have to deal with it. She's going to have to find out on her own. Unless his wife was my best friend, that's a little different. Now my best friend is married to someone who is doing things that I know would upset her, and now I have an obligation to my best friend to tell her. I think when it comes to that, I would certainly tell my best friend, hey, look, this is what he's doing. I wanted to let you know. And that does change things. When you have information that uh, someone you really care about, someone you're really connected to, uh, if you don't want that burden of information, you may want to do that. But that can also ruin things. It can also create such a problem that your sticking your nose where some people think it doesn't belong and that would be a difficult situation to be into. This is the non-answer episode. (laughs) I don't have a good answer, but I wanted to at least share with you how I would process this and how I have processed something like this in the past. And to the person who wrote, if she's still listening, uh, this was a couple years back, if she's still listening, That's my non-answer to you. I don't know if it helps. I do know that um, there are people in my life that have tried to burden me with information like this, and I did walk away because I don't want to feel and hold on to that burden, and especially um, 
go against my own morals and values. And um, that brings up a whole other can of worms, I know. It brings up all kinds of judgment issues, um, and it is a very tricky situation. But um, that's where I am today. I try not to be judgmental. That was one of my worst qualities. <laughs> when I was younger, I was very judgmental, typically with romantic partners, and I have let that go apparently only 99% <laughs> because that 1% when it comes to a situation like this still exists because I need to protect myself. I need to protect my own morals and values and I don't want that kind of burden. And maybe you don't either and maybe this was helpful uh, or maybe you have a different thought about it. But either way, so glad you joined me today. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to cut this episode a little short today, so really good to connect with you. Hope to connect with you in the next episode. I'll be right back with my thank yous and my goodbyes and my final words right after this. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. I want to thank the patrons of the week. These are the financial backers of this show. Kayla, Andrea, Christy, Janet, Christy again, different spelling, Leela, Anna, Adriana, Veronica, and Holly. Wonderful to have you supporting the show. Thank you so much. If you want to become a patron, you can go over to moretob.com and offer to support the show. If you join the patron program, you get some goodies over there as well. And I want to thank all the patrons that join and support the show. I appreciate you. You are warm in my heart. Thank you again, patrons. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I want to let you know about my other podcast called Love and Abuse over at loveandabuse.com. If you are working on your communication skills in any type of relationship and uh, you want to find out just why your relationship is so difficult because sometimes people are difficult, sometimes they're toxic, sometimes they're emotionally abusive, head over to loveandabuse.com. You'll learn all about all kinds of things over there about relationships. Loveandabuse.com. And if you are the difficult person in the relationship, like I used to be, (laughs) head over to healedbeing.com, and I help difficult people, emotionally abusive people, those who are having trouble treating those they love nicely with respect and kindness. I help them heal and change so that they create the best relationships, not only with others, but with themselves as well. Healedbeing.com. And finally, thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for some of the music transitions in the overwhelmed brain. And I will say this for my final words. You know, we talked about holding on to a secret or the burden of information that can be a burden sometimes I'm not saying that we shouldn't ever do it I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever um, hold on to the burden of a secret or information that somebody wants you to hold on to but maybe it's helpful to have a system or a process like I was talking about in this episode uh, or just asking yourself what's more important It's a simple question, sometimes it's difficult to answer, but what's more important? Is this relationship more important than the burden of this secret I'm holding on to? That could certainly sway you one direction or another. If that relationship is more important 
then the burden of a secret or burden of information that you know you'll have to hold on to really tightly or lie to somebody about or withhold information, then uh, maybe the relationship wins. I mean, this is what happened with me. I, I was burdened with a burdensome secret. What I mean by that is that it was more, much more of a burden to the person who told me than my own qualms with it. Much more to that person. So I ended up saying, you know what? My relationship is way more important than this tiny little burden of information that really doesn't affect me at all. The only way it affects me is if I'm asked about it or I feel the need to tell someone about it, but I am choosing not to. And I may even have to lie. That's the only way it affects me. And is the relationship more important than that? And back then, it was several years ago, I decided that the relationship was much more important than that burden. So I held on to it. And uh, yeah, I felt bad in some ways. And then that kind of dissipated. And I was okay with it after a while. And then eventually, that information came out and everything was fine after that. I mean, as fine as it could be. So I was able to get through it and I know I can do it if I need to do it again. And I'll just have to weigh the consequences of my decisions and figure out what's most important and follow my own path there. Sometimes the relationship is more important than the burden of withholding information or lying about information. You'll have to be the judge of that. You might have to get judgmental. You might have to just zip your lips and hope that you're never asked about it. And you might have to back off. It's your choice, but that's also the beauty of it. You have a choice. Sometimes you feel like you don't. And it's a lot more difficult when you don't have a choice, or at least you think you don't have a choice. But I know one thing you do have a choice with, and that is to keep an open mind. That helps you step into your power so that you can create the life you want. Always take steps to grow and evolve. You are more powerful than you realize. And above all, and this is something I absolutely know to be true about you, you are amazing. <laughs>